Welcome to the show. I'm Tosh Taylor. And I'm Jenna Morton. And today we have two guests with us in the studio that I am sure you're going to absolutely love hearing these two women talk because it's an important topic that we're going to speak about, but it's also a lot of fun to have sisters with us in the studio. Welcome to the show, guys. Thank you. Thank you. So Donna and Chrissy, tell us a little bit about yourselves and what you're here to talk about. Okay, well, I'm Chrissy Guitar. I'm Program Coordinator for She Builds, uh, Communities for Life. We're in the Greater Moncton area. And I'm Chrissy's older sister, Donna Ferguson, <laughs> and the owner and operator of uh, She Builds. And uh, I'm a civil technologist, uh, which is just transitioning into a different stage of my career. And, and uh, we want to explain to you guys what, what we're up to, I guess. Yeah, so we've, I think some people have probably started to hear the name She Builds, because you, you kind of made a big push a couple weeks ago to announce to everyone this exists and what it is. Yes. Tell us what She Builds is right now, starting out. That's, I'm glad you said right now, starting out, because what it was two years ago and what it is today is completely different. <laughs> what it'll be tomorrow will probably be different again. <laughs> but as of today, we've been doing construction uh, projects together for uh, 18, 19 years right yeah. now. Um, and so I'm, I'm a civil technologist. I'm a contractor. Uh, I've worn many, many hats in the construction industry. And I'm to the point where I wanted to, to do something a little different. Um, and if you ask my inner child, the, she'd say that I'm a, a community builder at heart. So, so what, uh, what we've looked at is um, the industry as a whole and how we fit into it and how we don't necessarily show up in it. So, so in the last, she builds is basically a three and a half year old um, startup. <laughs> and, uh, and about um, with the community builder aspect of mine, uh, I wanted to, I wanted to see how we could um, address a couple of, we don't like just addressing one problem at a time, we like to multitask, so, so we looked at what are, the, what, are the, what are the issues out there, and one of the issues is um, the lack of skilled tradespeople, which is, which is here, it's now, and it's, and it's really exploding in this last, uh, in the COVID times. And the other thing is the affordable housing crisis, which again has uh, really, the, the, the spotlight has really been on it here lately. And when, when we look at it from a female perspective, we realize that women are very underrepresented in the, in the industry and very overrepresented in the, in, the, in the housing uh, situation. So we've decided to combine those two and try to come up with a solution. So with a community-minded approach, uh, for me, uh, the genesis of community for me is my family. So I, so I called Chrissy and I said, <laughs> uh, yeah, I got an idea. <laughs> so let's flesh it out. <laughs> Yeah, and I truly believe we are the ones to do it in the industry, and this was back in 2019, and, and we went from wearing our contractor hats to try to develop a course and develop a complete initiative and a program and something that's going to really give back to the community and also make a difference in other women's lives, ripple effect. So in terms of a program, mm -hmm. what is She Builds right now as a program? As a program, uh, we're very excited to say that we kind of hold the title of the first New Brunswick all-women's carpentry course. Mm -hmm. And how this kind of folded um, into something, last fall, after doing kind of all the legwork ourselves to try to do a course ourselves, to meet all the different city officials as well as the ones in the province, and figure out what we can do to create an opportunity for women in the trades. And 
we just kind of happened to have a meeting with New Boots, which is in St. John, and they have been working, uh, they're a not-for-profit uh, through post-education and apprenticeship that gives that opportunity to women and others to get into the all different non-traditional trades. So they talked to us last fall about a program called the Step W Up program. And it fit everything that we wanted to create and everything we wanted to um, teach and influence the women that would be on our crew eventually. It fit all the boxes. So we started a partnership with them last fall. They got right on it and they put out advertisements for applications. I believe they got about 50 applications in New Brunswick as a whole, and they kind of narrowed it down. For us, uh, every woman participant had to go through extensive interviewing, testing, um, even personality testing to see how they would be on a job site, as well as a, a, a team player. So in January, we interviewed um, interviewed the final participants and in February February 16th they started their course at NBCC the first New Brunswick carpentry all women's course and they have a female instructor a red seal carpenter which is amazing as well so we worked really hard to develop the opportunity and lower those barriers for women to get into trades and we're, we're very proud to see it all come in uh, come together. They're now on week six of a 14-week course. Ooh, yeah, that's pretty cool. far in then. That's yeah. fantastic. Yeah. Yep. So the whole the whole genesis is, uh, or the whole the whole concept of of that education. When we looked at what is preventing women from getting into that non-traditional uh, role as in construction, uh, it really kind of boiled down to fear, f fear of fear of the unknown, fear of not being accepted on the site, fear of not being strong enough, whatever th whatever that was. So, so, so as an antidote to fear, it's education and experience. And with the, and, and because I've, we stick out like a sore thumb on a construction site, um, but through perseverance we stick around and we get it done. Um, so for us, we decided, well, we're gonna lower the barriers, uh, but not the standards. So that's why it's an all-female crew. So there's no competition for anything other than skill sets within the educational component. So they, and, and we've, We've worked with the college and with New Boots to make sure that that criteria that they're going to go through is really uh, heavily influenced on safety first. So, and of course, what happens on a job site? Who are the players on a job site? What are the tools you're going to use? How to use them? Things like that. So that when they do get it on a job site, and so now they've already got that. Basically, it's a 14-week long interview process, but <laughs> but they they've got a, a really good basis for coming onto the site. Mm -hmm. And then the other thing that was again a barrier to entering into any non-traditional uh, field is 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 the numbers game. Okay, so if you walk in and you're you, and you already feel singled out, you, you're going to approach it in a, in a different in a different manner. So we said, well, let's we'll just start a female construction company and and they'll come work mm -hmm. for us. And um, and then of course it's, it's never good enough just to be good enough. So we decided to raise <laughs> the bar uh, another little bit higher. And and our focus our focus right now is is on affordable housing. So when mm -hmm. the women come out from the course, they're going to come work for us. They're going to be they're on their own journey but they're going to be working on our journey too. So they're going to be working towards getting their Red Seal carpentry. It may take four or five years, whatever it takes. Um, but they're working on that for them, for their families, for their communities. And then they're going to help us uh, build affordable housing with, with some really great organizations that are in 
that are in this area. So, mm -hmm. so I, our first meeting was in St. John, but our heart is here and our, our location is here. So this is kind of a pilot project for us. So we want to, we're, we're learning and we're growing as we go. This, this thing has evolved from, well, I'm sure the first conversation that we had had nothing to do with it. No. <laughs> we just kept going the through there. meetings and meetings and everyone was just like, this is a great idea. No one told us it wasn't a great idea, so we kept going. And the um, idea gets bigger and bigger and bigger. Yes. I and, love it. And it's, it's evolved into something that we're so proud of. And the women, the eight participants that are on course right now, in school right now, um, better be. <laughs> better be school. Uh, no, they, they're all from different backgrounds, different age groups. Um, we have some that were at a desk job for 20 years, some that um, left university for this opportunity, some that were stay-at-home moms for 20 years. They didn't necessarily have the resume of a contractor, they just had the hopes and dreams that I want to be on the construction site. And no matter what they were doing at the current moment, they're like, this has been my dream and I want to do it now. Now is the right time. So they kind of stopped everything to be a part of this course and they love it and they're so excited. And um, even though it's week six, they've already had their first day training, a lot of safety training, their math essentials. We also had uh, Wes in workplace essential skills. And that was a big component for this group for, again, the barriers because they work a lot on self-worth, self-esteem, uh, confidence, and working as a team. So we're very, very happy to have that connection with them as well. And also New Boots provided all their safety gear and their work boots. And so we have really worked together with our partners to set them up for the ultimate future. And the sky's the limit. Once they get to uh, on the job site and work their way up to Red Seal, they become a part of a really exclusive club in New Brunswick because we are at the lowest numbers for women in skilled trades. Uh, we're at 4%, but that's not just construction. That's a mechanic, operators, um, welders. So if you think of the construction numbers, it's way lower than that. Um, we're the lowest in Canada, and we shouldn't be because we have the most talent in Canada uh, yeah. New Brunswick. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. No offense to anybody. No offense, Alberta. <laughs> but um, no, we have great opportunities here, and they have. As soon as they get into construction, you have the opportunity to stay in New Brunswick and work and make what you want, and it's just, it's a great opportunity for them. So, we're trying to get the memberships to that exclusive club, and 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 the other thing, I, I mean, we've, we've it's an ongoing battle. It's uh, pay equity. Well, construction is, is a perfect model to get pay equity because you're paid for work, mm -hmm. for items of work, whether it's per square foot or, or whatever that is. So if you can do the work, you're going to get equal pay. Like, you're not going to get discounted because, uh, for, any, for any reason. Yeah. Uh -huh. so, so, yeah, so it's, um, it's bigger than us, <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, which is great because that's what it's supposed to be. Yeah, absolutely. So you had mentioned in their interview process they have to, like, show how they'd act on a job site. What do you mean by that? Well, <laughs> not necessarily. Maybe we should talk about how we had we to go had, through the same process. No, we yeah, had to take the there. test too. You've been there and you've worked on the job sites. So what exactly does that mean? Well, in regards to the test, it's something that New Boots kind of put together as well as West Training did. They did their own test. And it, it basically teaches you how you react to problem solving from a whole, and then you can understand that maybe 
the person next to you um, is more task-oriented, they don't talk as much, they're focused, and if they have a problem, they just ask questions. And then maybe the person next to you asks questions every five minutes and they need to know what's going on, and they might put more heart and soul into what the project is, and the other person might put more uh, of the stats and the math, and everything has to be... Yeah, that was <laughs> <right>. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, so it's just a different way to learn how to deal within a team, because unlike probably any other course that has been out there, like your college experience, these eight women are going to school together, so they're together for 14 weeks, but then they're all being hired uh, upon su successful completion to the same company. So they're gonna be working together too. Right. So they really have to learn how to, to get along with each other. But when it comes to a construction job site, <clears throat> it has come a long way. We've talked to many that uh, have been on the site 10, 15 years ago, and there was a lot more. You, you had to be very tough to deal with um, the attitudes, the potential criticism, sexism, and all of that. Um, for us, we, I feel like we've been a little bit... We've been blessed. We've been a little bit more sheltered because we've always been in the boss roles, and the men have been uh, working for us. But they've always... Look, yes. there's... The trades are great. Yeah, and 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 it's and it's always the isolated cases that you hear about yeah. that sets that sets a standard. Well, that's not the standard. Yeah. So when we talk about non-traditional, uh, really, we're just creating a new tradition. It's it's not. Uh, mm -hmm. there, um, yeah, there's horror stories, absolutely, but there's horror stories on, on in any culture. Yeah. You know, so mm -hmm. so it's just uh, we're just we're just making sure that. Uh, that we're going into it with our eyes open, that the women have the best basis that they can to, to yeah. be successful. That's well, you said you're taking away that fear factor of getting into it. Because yeah. once you're yeah. into it, you know yes. all the good things and you know what you can do within that industry. Yeah. But if you feel that barrier before you start, you don't get to start. Because you and can't get past your mind. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Back in 2009, Donna was a part of a program through post-education um, that was Partners Building Futures. Mm -hmm. and that was our first meeting that we took when we decided, okay, we're going to do this. Well, we're going to go to St. John and we're going to talk to the ones that, that ran that just to see the pros and cons of how it worked 10 plus years ago. So she did tell us one story where they all, they were all good in the course. They did a, a, a great job at the fundamentals of the course, but graduation day, they were split up and put on different job sites. So soon as the participant goes onto the site to become a plumber, and she's surrounded by a whole group of men. Many didn't make it past day one because it wasn't so much of how much you know at that point. They were kind of, the barriers were there where everyone was kind of looking at them. So that was one thing that we really paid attention to. Um, but there was, there was one uh, success story through that as well, mm -hmm. and she came to work for Donna. So, and today she's a Red Seal Carpenter. So it, these programs have evolved over time. So we really paid attention to what didn't work before, what did work before, and try to incorporate that into ours today. Yeah. So, I mean, we're, we're not a training facility. We're not, we're not a school. We're, we're just creating opportunity. Mm -hmm. And we're just, I mean, the best builder is, is a smart enough builder to know that you gotta build a team first. And to build a team, you gotta build relationships. So we've spent the last year and a half just making friends.
Yeah, that's <laughs> so many friends. friends. <laughs> so many friends. <laughs> so many friends. <laughs> that's awesome, though. That's awesome. Yeah. So let's move into your affordable housing project that, that's happening. Let's talk about that. Where, where, what's happening? Where? Well, yeah. there, there's obviously things that I can't say because yes. I won't get ahead of the not-for-profits that we're working with. It's yep. their, it's their um, announcements to make. Yeah. Uh, but I will say that in this whole process, uh, we're, it's, it's like we fell into this amazing group of people that are trying to do really good in their communities. And, and when we speak, it resonates. And, and I don't know how many times we've been in a meeting uh, when, when uh, someone says, ooh, I just got a chill. So if anybody gets a chill, listen to any part of this, you need to call us because it's speaking to something that's uh, in you. Yeah. <laughs> um, so uh, we are working very strongly with another great organization that's all about empowering women, uh, about um, ele elevating the experience, I guess, the female experience. Uh, they will be making some announcements, but uh, but we're working on their ha with their on their housing strategy, uh, and and in that one, it's focused on on uh, senior women because one thing that we and and I look at I look at it through a filter of um, <laughs> what would mom do, <laughs> okay, and and so it's. Um, Senior women, especially, they've been there's a lot of them that have been self-isolating for way longer than 2019. So, 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 in the concept and, and what we're working with with that group and, and and even our own discussions is that we need to find a more innovative model of, of affordable housing that includes and incorporates that social aspect. So, so we can build apartments all day long, but but if you're stuck in your apartment and you don't have that social interaction and you don't have that uh, the ability to give back to your community because that's kind of where fulfillment comes from then it's then it's just shelter mm -hmm. so we wanted to take it obviously again we <laughs> take it that one step further we want it more than shelter we we want to we want a place and and one of the concepts that we're working on with with this great group um, um, and I hope that when they get things fleshed out that you'll have them on and they'll okay. talk about it. Uh, <laughs> done. Yeah. done. Okay. Yeah. So that's more of a campus arrangement. Maybe we have two or three buildings that have ten micro-sized units. And, and, and when we talked about micro-sized micro units, I always thought Chrissy could be a great micromanager. But <laughs> <laughs> about five, six hundred uh, square feet. Yeah, yeah, so I don't fit in five or six hundred <laughs> square feet. No, but Mike does not. No. no. Um, that's like your vehicle. Yeah. I traveled with Chrissy. Yes. Like, but she can pack that thing. Yes. I can. Yeah. <laughs> but, but so maybe it's like 10 units that are smaller around a core, and it's a, just maybe a great big living room. But in that living room, you have that social interaction. And, and the groups that we're working with, the not-for-profits, they, what they really bring to the table, which, which we don't have the capacity, but we love, is the wraparound services. That, that inclusivity, that, that meeting them where they're at. Yes, shelter first, but then 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 you become a family community and family there's no difference in my mind between the two so and then we maybe have two or three of these buildings on a nice piece of area where you've got your community gardens i want a labyrinth and nobody knows what that is <laughs> we, we I, I talked do. about them on yeah. the show actually. <laughs> okay yes. that's great, right yes with yes. sarah yeah yeah that's right so um and and it's just in that social interaction and i don't know how many times even even my group of friends and other groups of friends i've had conversations they call it some people call it uh, living intentionally where you get a group of friends together that they don't see themselves winding up into into designated senior homes or whatever but they see themselves more as they're a family of friends and, and neighbors and they want to live together and they want to share share things but they want their own space so that's it's kind of the thought process so so our our thought on what affordable housing is, it's kind of 
flipped on its head. So it's not, you can't make it cheaper, right. but you got to make it smarter. Mm-hmm. So uh, the, 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 pro- the, the, the 55 plus uh, uh, senior women's uh, housing, you're probably going to see it be high, high end, solar panels, uh, geothermal, all the passive solar design, all of that, because it's not enough to make it affordable, you have to make it sustainable. And you've got to get people a place to live and be very safe and secure, but also a place where they can thrive. Well, I was just going to say, it's sustainable in all senses, yeah. not just the sense yeah. of the energy sources, but it's not sustainable the, as a community. That's right. I, mm-hmm. I can totally picture it as you're talking, and it's so exciting. <laughs> it's just... It kind of uh, reminds me of, you know, when you're like a teenager and you're figuring out what you're going to do with your life, and you're like, I'm going to live next to my best friend, and there's going to be a tunnel <laughs> underground, yeah. so you go back and forth. This is just like the way cooler version of yeah, that. This is the yeah, 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 version. Yeah. Yeah. Just no tunnels. Yeah. Yeah, just the no city tunnels. would never approve no. tunnels. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, keep it all level. Right? Yeah, if we, we have to go back ten years from now yeah. and say that we have a tunnel community, I know. <laughs> back to if anyone was going to build a tunnel community in New Brunswick, I'm pretty sure it's you two. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Challenge accepted. I'm saying I have faith that you two would dream big and make anything happen. <laughs> well, thanks for the vote of confidence. Yeah. <laughs> Before we wrap up, which we're going to have to do soon, I do have one question. Where does this come from, this this passion? Because obviously it's a family thing. You guys are sisters. Not all sisters have this kind of relationship or come from something that brings this out in them. So what what is going on? I'll I'll take this. Yeah. Okay. Fine. (laughs) Then we'll compare. Um, So yeah, we are a little bit different of a family for sure because, um, like I said, I've been in construction 19 years, and Donna was in construction for 32 years, Um, and she's the oldest. I'm the youngest. There's there's a lot of differences between us two, but it's a complex that works that's shared around passion for construction and passion for entrepreneurship and business and making a difference. And the making a difference part, I would say, um, we were raised by a great mom. Is that what you were going to say? Well, fine. Use my answer. Fine. Okay. (laughs) So I'll have to expand on it. We we both grew up in in Napin, outside of Mamercy. And we had a, a single mom. And when things broke, there was no repairman to come. Um, and we would do projects. Mom, Donna, and I, I remember I was 13, and we would, if I wanted a new floor in my bedroom, then the three of us would do it. If we needed to paint, it would be us. <laughs> that was the disco ball years <laughs> with the black walls. I was 13. <laughs> okay, fair. Um, it was beautiful. Um, but, and also at the same time, we always had the support of her that if we wanted to change something, I was just going to say, yeah, the like fact that you can do that. She yeah. would go to work and she would come home and the living room would be a different color because I would have painted it. And I was only like 15 and she was happy. There's not many moms. I wouldn't be happy if my living room was painted yet today. But anyway. They're, they're four. <laughs> yeah, I just four. Yeah. But no, she kind of taught us that we could do anything. And even to this day, um, in her 70s, she still does projects, and if we need something, um, she comes and she... She pitches in, yeah. yeah so yeah, so, so we come from a long line of really strong uh, women on both sides, and men too, but, uh, but our, we're very fortunate. Our parents, uh, for me anyway, I'm the 
couple it's generations the same older. I know. <laughs> 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 it's the same parents. So they they never they never pulled you in a direction. They never pushed you in a direction. But they always stood beside you. So that that was that was cool. So so yeah. And and for a moment, uh, it's funny because this whole process, uh, we have an unofficial motto in our family. And that and uh, and well, mom and I mom and I turned her spare bedroom this Christmas into a Santa's workshop, and we made planters that we gave out. And so, but at this, no matter what the project, at the end of the project, we do the same thing. We step back, we look at what we've done, <laughs> and I'll say, "Well, it's better than it was." Yeah. And mom will chime in, "Yep, it's better than it was." <laughs> so that's kind of what we're, we're we're. I'm going to adopt that for she builds yeah. because we're looking at the construction industry and affordable housing. And at the end of the day, if we can look at it and say it's better than it was, all the women that are going to go through this process, they're going to be proof that it can be better than it was so oh, what a great way to end the show today <laughs> love that there's those goosebumps she was talking yeah. about <laughs> so if people want to find out more information about she builds if people want to find more information about she builds right now we have a facebook page she builds nb um, follow us we can send us a little message if you feel like you are someone who wants to get into the trades then we can put you on the wait list um, for the next course or next opportunity with new boots and nbcc um, but just send us a message if you are an organization or just a woman that really this speaks to you and you want to volunteer at some point once the construction starts in may there might be opportunities where you can come and experience life in construction whatever whatever it is if anything has hit you from this interview then you just contact us and we will point you in the direction that you need to be in to bring construction into your life yeah we don't know all the answers but we know all oh, we know lots lot of, of great people, people. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah that's the key to everything right yeah, it's, it it's just being willing to keep asking until you find the right person with the answer exactly yeah. you guys this has been such a pleasure thank you so much for coming in and spending this time with us oh it was our pleasure thank, thank you very you. much for asking us Thanks for listening to today's show. Remember that you can subscribe and like and review us anytime you want. And please be sure to tell all your friends and family if you enjoyed the show that they should listen to. And don't forget to check us out on social media. You can follow Pickle Planet Moncton on Facebook and Instagram and on the website. And you can follow me too at tosh.wood.taylor on all social media. 